Hello, my name is Sarah Sloan, and you're listening to the Sarah Sloan Show. Hope you guys are doing well today. You know, just make sure that you're doing well, because if you're not doing well, then what are you doing? And that's just my two cents. All right, that's the show, guys. Thank you so much. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. We got so much to cover, and we're going to cover it all. All right. So first thing, this is the most important news of the day. Uh, Don Lemon, he was basically, you're going to hear him on his show and listen just to the way that he sounds. He makes it sound like he's ending his show with CNN, but basically what was happening is he's changing the name of his show, but just listen to this. This is him on his show. Let's see. So earlier I told you I had an announcement and I do. It's been really, really great. This is the last night that we'll be seeing it tonight with Don Lemon. So I appreciate all the years of seeing it tonight with Don Lemon, um, but changes are coming, and I will fill you in. But until then, I am very proud of my CNN special about Marvin Gaye's groundbreaking album, What's Going On. What's Going On, Marvin Gaye's Anthem for the Ages, starts right now. What's going on is you are not a clear communicator, Don Lemon. Um, so then he came out and, well, <laughs> he came out long ago. <laughs> I mean. Don't use that phrase, uh, phraseology there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people, you know, they make it sound like it's such a big thing, but he, he acts like, oh, everybody was freaking out thinking that this ended, that the show is ending. Don't worry, blah, blah, blah. So let's just hear him say it. So I got back down to my office after the show. Everybody calmed down. I didn't say I was leaving CNN. I just said it was the end of an era for CNN Tonight with Don Lemon. I'm not leaving CNN, so you will have to tune in Monday at 10 o'clock to see. That's it. So relax. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I think he had a lot of people disappointed right there. Yeah, him and his mom were like, are you leaving? Are you leaving? <laughs> it's like I intentionally tried to trick you into believing that I was leaving. And why did you believe that? You dummy. Because <laughs> I implied it. Didn't it sound like it? I was really trying to listen. And I guess maybe if you if you know coming in, you can maybe kind of parse out his words a little bit. But it, the dude made it sound like he was leaving. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a ploy to gain more viewership. Perhaps, that was totally it. But that won't last. <laughs> you said he was doing pretty badly as it is, right? Correct. Okay, compared to the other people at CNN, and they already don't do very well. That's right. I forget the quote, but he was like the only primetime reporter that whose show had less than a million viewership. Wow. I remember... I thought I remember correctly. Didn't they used to have kind of lower, but then they, they started doing better uh, once Trump was in office? I, I think so. I think since the election, they've really gone down. Okay. No, yeah. no question there. There's nothing for them to talk about, truthfully, <laughs> at least. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I just thought that that was kind of interesting. It's Don Lemon Tonight now? Is that what it is? I believe so. Don Lemon Tonight. Mm -hmm. And then you were saying that they're kind of copying Tucker Carlson. Right. I believe it's Tucker Carlson tonight. So they use the same. And Tucker pattern. Carlson gets 
tons of viewers. Right. So they're like, okay, so no one watches. If we change the name, that'll fix it. It'll be just like Tucker Carlson. Right? That's what it is. I did actually change the name of this podcast, but I didn't do it thinking that it would raise a uh, listenership. Sarah Sloan tonight. Sarah Sloan tonight. That's what it is. <laughs> so we're ending this show. And then I want to see a huge reaction from my mother on social media saying, no, <laughs> what's happening? And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretend thousands of people uh, were reacting. <laughs> people are losing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Okay, so um, just for some COVID news, just because we always got to talk about it. Well, we didn't talk about this, you know, uh, basically we didn't do a show, a new show on Friday. We just did a, a Elizabeth and I talking. That was mm-hmm. very fun. You should listen to that episode if, you, if you're if you interested in the topics we covered. But basically the CDC said no more uh, mask, essentially. Like you don't really need to do it if you're vaccinated. And, you know, people are really freaking out about that. And it's just, it's changing everything because um, it kind of gives no excuse for liberals anymore. They always say, follow the science, follow the CDC, we're obeying the CDC. And the CDC is saying, you don't need to wear it if you're vaccinated. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you're getting some reaction from the left of not wanting to let go. Mm-mm, they do not. And even if it's coming from the president and the CDC, uh, they still want to fight for, you know, wearing it. One interesting uh, thing that I read was a lot of folks on the left are not comfortable not wearing masks because mm-hmm. they might be thought to be conservatives. Yes, I, I saw something about that. You know, and... That's the last thing they want. So even if there's no health or safety reasons for wearing the mask, if it'll keep people from thinking you're a conservative, keep wearing it. Okay, so this was pretty interesting. Um, And there's two of these. Basically, the press briefing, this was from Friday, and then I'm going to play the one from today. Um, And the guy's name, he's a Fox News reporter. He's the one kind of asking her questions. So you know it's going to be interesting. Go ahead. Thank you. There are a lot of questions about the timing of the CDC's announcement yesterday. So did somebody at the Biden administration or in the Biden administration update this guidance for political reasons? No. So what was the medical or scientific reason? What was the big breakthrough to do this yesterday? Well, I know that Dr. Walensky did an extensive number of interviews yesterday to answer exactly that question. But as we've talked in here quite a bit about, the CDC, not just Dr. Walensky, but her entire team of health and medical experts are constantly reviewing the data to ensure that they can provide accurate and up-to-date guidance to the American people. So based on three factors, as she talked about yesterday, Vaccines work in the real world. We've seen a lot of studies done on that, including internally in the federal government. Vaccines stand up to the variants, which at various times has been a concern about uh, the need to continue to masking to mask even as you after you're vaccinated. And vaccinated people are less likely to transmit the virus. That's how they came to the decision, and that's what she conveyed yesterday when she announced the decision. But just looking at the CDC's website on the way up here, only 45.6 percent of U.S. adults have been fully vaccinated as of yesterday. Only 58.9% of the adult population have, has at least one dose. So what happened to President Biden saying in March that he thought lifting mask mandates before every adult American goes and gets a shot is Neanderthal thinking? 
Well, first, let me say that the president, our North Star, has been listening to the guidance of our health and medical experts and teams, and that's exactly what we're doing in this case. And just to reiterate, uh, the CDC, the doctors and medical experts there, were the ones who determined what this guidance would be based on their own data and what the timeline would be. That was not a decision directed by, made by the White House. It was informed, the White House was informed of that decision, just to give people assurance of that. So does the president still think that these red state governors who were a little bit ahead of the federal government in lifting the mask mandates had Neanderthal thinking? Well, again, I would say that even with this guidance that's out there, the guidance is not uh, telling uh, states and localities exactly how they should implement. As you know, there are some localities and, and uh, states in the country that have higher rates of vaccination than others, some communities that have higher rates of vaccinations than others. And we even know as this is being implemented that different localities, businesses will implement it in the way that they feel will help uh, ensure their community is safe. But I know I am reassured by listening to the health, the guidance of health and medical experts, uh, not political decision making. So that's the point we're at now. Okay, we'll stop it right there for a second. Pretty interesting, huh? Good questions. Yeah. Is that uh, Peter Ducey? Maybe? Yes, yes. I couldn't remember his name. Peter Ducey. Yeah, yeah. He, he seems to be pretty good at this. Yeah, like um, I said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doug Ducey. It just hit me. Oh, wait. No, is it, it Doug? Steve? Steve Ducey, sorry. I don't know yeah, I think I there's Doug. a governor of Arizona that has that same name. There's a lot of Ducey. I don't know Ducey. if they're related. So. Ducey, Ducey, Ducey. It's kind of getting dicey. <laughs> um, yeah, just what she's saying, it's not a political decision. Uh, well, <laughs> you sure seem to get pretty political about it whenever red states were making decisions that they felt was based off of the science. Because mm -hmm. that's what they were doing, honestly. For me, I didn't even care about the science. I'm like, this is stupid. Let's not do it. So I guess I'm a Neanderthal, you know. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, that's just me. But um, it is it is fascinating, the, the timing of it. And what I've heard, you know, just some people, smart people that I listen to um, say is they're doing this simply because they realize that people were sick of wearing the mask mm. and they no longer had power. And so they're just trying to get ahead of this and say, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you, you don't have to wear them anymore. So it still looks like they were in charge. Mm. They decided, mm. you know. They're, they're kind of pretending, you know, she had those three points she mentioned. And, you know, the research has been, is being conducted throughout, you know, like ever since they started with the vaccines. And now the research is showing, you know, what they didn't know initially when they started the vaccines, you know, that it, it prevents you against the strain, different strains, and it, you can't spread it when you've been vaccinated. You know, these different points, uh, which they are basically saying, we didn't know that when we started giving the vaccine. They literally only started giving the vaccine because of the high rate of effectiveness. They couldn't have done it if it was below a certain rate. And I think mm -hmm. for one of them, it was like, uh, extra AstraZeneca, it had to be like 90 to 100 and it was like 95 effectiveness. Mm. Like I'm not into the vaccines, but I do have to admit they're very, 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 very effective. And they knew this coming in. Otherwise they could not have released them. And they only took away the Johnson and Johnson one because six out of 6 million people had a blood clotting issue. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, you always hear all these uh, numbers of people getting COVID after getting the vaccine, um, you know, but maybe that's just uh, aberration. And, 
And then even after they get it, then they're safe from then on. Mm. Um, but there's even been stories recently about the New York Yankees baseball team and a bunch of them all vaccinated. I think close to 10 different players catching COVID. Wow. They're testing positive for it That's after having been vaccinated. Huh. It's hurting their team. Yeah, I don't know what to think of that. Um, but But still, you know. It, it's just a stupid thing to try to say, va- get vaccinated, get vaccinated, and then people do and then say, well, you still got to wear a mask. Like, okay, well, what was the point? I thought that if I got this, it would somehow protect me from a certain mm-hmm. illness. Why do I still have to wear protection? You know, she even was trying to make a point that it's different for different states. I don't think I get that. You know, if the state has 40% or, well, let's say 30% vaccination rate, or if a state has 60%, vaccination rate the same rules would apply Mm -hmm. if you've been vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask so anyway i I don't see why there would be any difference exactly let's play the rest of the clip my last one andy slavitt said this morning that the white house found out the mask guidance was going to change at 9 p.m the night before were you guys surprised that in the nine o'clock hour at 9 25 the cdc director was on cnn saying that the science wasn't there yet uh, I didn't watch that interview. I can just tell you that a small number of uh, that they were we were informed the night before uh, that the guidance that they'd made a decision about the guidance. They planned to announce it the next day. And even here, only a small number of people knew that that announcement was going to be made. Hence, if you were here yesterday, you saw a kind of shock of people taking off their masks around the building. Uh, but, you know, it may have been at the point where they were not ready to make the announcement yet. But I, I point you to the CDC on their specific rollout plan. Go ahead. Um, Mm. that's a good question (laughs) i think yeah she'd like the cdc to get up and answer these tough questions and not have to face them herself that was a good one Mm. yeah why at that same hour was a lady saying the opposite of what she knew to be true at that (laughs) same hour if it's science it shouldn't matter about who's saying it Mm. it's science we got to share the truth because it's supposedly saving lives and that's what we do it shouldn't matter if it comes from the president's mouth mm-hmm. or from a CDC spokeswoman. <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't see how you could. Are, are they basically saying the CDC said no masks required and then it came back and said they were? <laughs> In a sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just it was around that same time. Mm-hmm. And so it, it makes mm-hmm. them look really bad. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, very few of us knew. And you, you're probably just shocked to see people take off their mask. Um, Rachel <laughs> That's Mad- not the issue. The issue is changing their minds. Definitely, definitely. Rachel Maddow, she was saying that she has to um, change the way, rewire the way that she thinks. Because whenever she usually sees people not wearing a mask, she just assumes they're Republican idiots. You Unless know. she's looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. If, if she's not wearing one, I'm assuming. So. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, I'm sure that there's moments she takes it off. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, now she has to think a different way. And it's just, it's so fascinating because um, this has been something that has really changed the way we all see things. And I know some mm-hmm. people, they're never going to take it off. You know, that's the way that they speak. They say, okay, I won't wear it. But whenever I'm traveling, I will always have my mask on. They'll talk that way. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> You, you do, you boo. <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, you know, Saki and the White House, they were clarifying. Children who have not been fully vaccinated must continue to wear masks. 
So let's just make that clear. Gosh, even though literally the science shows that it doesn't infect kids hardly at all. And if they get it, it's like nothing. That's right. But it doesn't matter because we ignore the science. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's just they ignore and then they accept. They, it, But mm -hmm. it's what's the factor at play? Political decisions. The <laughs> opposite of what she just said. And it was creepy the way that Joe Biden, after this decision, he tweeted out, um, the decision or the choice is easy you can either get vaccinated and not wear a mask or wear a mask until you get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Something along those lines. The choice is yours. Yeah, the choice is yours. It's just so creepy. Just like, okay, our president's mm -hmm. threatening us. So cool to see that every day. Well, he was using language. I think um, if you choose not to be, those who choose not to be vaccinated will be paying a price. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's very comforting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that hasn't gotten COVID. <laughs> Is there maybe a tax involved in this? Oh, man. <laughs> or a passport. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this one, is, you know, is from today. So this gets into a little bit of a different topic um, with mask. I want to also switch to COVID. Um, the largest national nurses union is saying that the CDC guidelines on masks is putting frontline workers and especially people of color at risk and that they're, they're calling for the CDC to reverse that. What's the White House's stance on that union in particular saying that their members and people of color are at risk? Well, I would say we don't have any particular response to, directly to the union. I will say that, again, uh, the objective of the CDC and of Dr. Walensky was to uh, to deliver on the commitment she made to the American people, which is to provide guidance based on health and, and scientific evidence on what people can do that is safe. And so her guidance uh, that was put out uh, last week makes clear that if you are, have been vaccinated, uh, their recommendation is that you are safe not to wear a mask uh, inside, outside, and when you're not in large public gatherings. Uh, there's going to be a determination about implementation and there are going to be populations and uh, communities uh, where uh, they take a, a different approach to implementation because a lot of it is going to be based on the level of vaccination, uh, the level uh, in, in each community. So we certainly respect and value that, but uh, it is still our view is that, uh, that, that science is the North Star. Uh, she was delivering on her promise, and we will continue to work with a range of communities on implementation. Can I ask you a follow-up on COVID? I've talked to some people who are very worried about the idea that we're operating on an honor system in a lot of ways, that we're in places like Walmart and Target. There's already starting to be rule changes based on the CDC guidance. What do you say to people who think this is that it's worrisome to be operating on an honor system, that it could put kids or even immune-compromised Americans at risk? Well, I would say that what this guidance provides is information to the public about what they can do to be safe. Wear a mask. If you're not vaccinated, that applies to kids. I have two kids. That isn't always easy, but that is the health and medical guidance. If you are vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask in these settings. So the guidance is actually pretty clear, but it gives people uh, the, the information and the power to uh, be able to protect themselves. If you get vaccinated, you go through your two doses, your two weeks past your doses, you no longer need to wear a mask. If you are not, you should still wear a mask to protect 
others, but also to protect yourself. And it also makes clear that kids should still wear masks. So uh, I would say that we know people are digesting this. Uh, they are. We've all been wearing masks. Many of us have been wearing masks, I should say, for 14 months now. And different companies, different organizations, different um, different communities are going to implement based on a range of factors, including vaccination levels, cases, transmission rates. And we all should respect that. But it was the responsible step to put out the data from the scientists when it was available. And that's exactly what we did. My question that was Okay, so yeah, pretty, uh, pretty interesting. I don't really understand why people of color. <laughs> yeah, why do we? Everything has to be race. Everything. <clears throat> you know, I guess maybe they're trying to say because it's more inner city and therefore a high percentage is, I, I don't know. You, you know, it just, it has to be injected into everything. It's just, this should be something where people of color has nothing to do with them. About, the vaccine is... How about people? Yeah, people. Uh, the vaccine is free. Mm-hmm. Mask, you can get them pretty much anywhere for free. They're probably going on sale. Definitely. I, w- I would hope so. There's probably some real good deep discounts, maybe on eBay, on masks these days. Oh my gosh, the amount of mask people bought just to, you know, different color to coordinate mm-hmm. with their outfits... I, I didn't give in, and I'm really glad I stayed strong because <laughs> it was so stupid, but I never bought a mask. Wow. You just got the freebie that they would give to you. Yes. At my work, they gave us a few masks, and I just, I've been wearing those. They smell bad, but... They, they really do, and I have to machine wash them. <laughs> That's the only way I can survive. Otherwise, I'm like suffocating myself. <laughs> this is what masks do. They suffocate you. <laughs> Well, they're, they're getting to an interesting question there uh, for Jen Psaki that what if people lie? What if people... The honor system. Yeah, the honor system. Uh, well, we do know that Democrats never lie, so... No, they they always tell the truth. Right, we've seen that <laughs> yeah. repeatedly. Yeah, so. <laughs> but like, heaven forbid we actually like trust our citizens. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I did decide um, this weekend actually you know, to identify something different. I identify as a vaccinated person. <laughs> Did I get vaccinated? No, but I now identify as that. So, well, that pretty much makes you vaccinated, doesn't it? There we go. <laughs> if a man can say he identifies as a woman and becomes a woman, then why can't I say I identify as a vaccinated person and become a vaccinated person? So if you walk into a store and you see somebody not wearing a mask, you have to make a judgment whether you think they really have been vaccinated and if you feel like they're lying or they're deceiving (laughs) then you better keep your distance oh for sure if they're wearing a mega hat or if they look even (laughs) country at all (laughs) and of course if you've been vaccinated then you still need to worry yeah because you could never get covid but you still need to worry because they might not have been vaccinated and the whole purpose of getting vaccinated is that you no longer have to worry, but you still choose to worry. So it makes a lot of sense. That's right. Uh, but let's finish up this clip. On kind of the enforcement of this and, and the honor system idea that you're trusting Americans all over this country to follow those guidelines. Well, what I'm is saying any- is that though you're empowered, if you are not vaccinated, to wear a mask. 
So it is less about the honor system. You don't have to trust the person next to you has been vaccinated if you have not been vaccinated. If you wear a mask, the guidance is saying that you will be that provides protection. So, you know, it doesn't if you are vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. So the honor system is I'm not I don't always I'm not come sure I completely understand that argument given it provides guidance directly to individuals about what they can do to protect themselves. Can I do one quick last one? Sure. Is the CDC, from my understanding, it's it's saying that it's not going to be tracking breakthrough um, breakthrough people who people mm -hmm. who get the vac the virus if they're already vaccinated unless they're hospitalized or they die. I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about what the, the thinking behind that, why the president thinks that that's the best way forward to not track but people who get the virus if they're not if they're vaccinated if they don't get hospitalized or die. I would I know the seat that we'll have a health briefing. A COVID team briefing, I believe, tomorrow, if I'm remembering correctly, the schedule. And it's an excellent question that uh, I encourage you to ask them. And uh, it's certainly one that should be answered by medical experts. You just got circled back by <laughs> Circle Back Saki. She pa took you down real pass quick. The buck. <laughs> so, like, there's like experts, they're going to come tomorrow. <laughs> Don't talk to me because I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> But like they, they're smart. <laughs> yeah. So save uh, that question. Come back here tomorrow. <laughs> Stand in line. Yeah, but this lady with her honor system. I'm like, man, I don't trust you. I don't. Uh, yeah, honor system, <laughs> pathetic. Just yeah, I've never trusted you a day in my life. <laughs> she she knows people. That lady asking the question. She knows people would lie about that in a heartbeat. Oh, for sure. Come on, we all know it. Yeah. Um. All right. This I did want to get to. Um. Kind of interesting. Bill Gates. Mm. Obviously, he got divorced with his wife, Melinda, after 27 years. You know, they just felt like they couldn't grow together as, like, a couple. And they just, like, you know, we just, like, had to not grow together. And This season. <laughs> yeah, this, like, season is, like, I don't know, like, over. It was very, like, hippie, the way that they got divorced. But we're starting to hear a little bit more information. So... Uh, this is on the Epoch Times, and originally it was reported by the Wall Street Journal. So, Microsoft board members determined in 2020 that Bill Gates had to step down from the company's board while they were investigating an alleged prior relationship the billionaire had with a female Microsoft employee that was deemed inappropriate. So, Do we know when the relationship occurred, allegedly? Okay, so I'm hearing, part of it's a little bit confusing, but this is what I saw, like, Microsoft received a concern in the latter half of 2019 that Bill Gates sought to initiate an intimate relationship with a company employee in the year 2000. Okay, yeah. Um. So, obviously, it happened a while ago, so we can just forget it, right? <laughs> Let's just forget it. <laughs> if it's been more than five years, it didn't happen. That was quite a bit early, you know, earlier in the marriage. That's true. Because they started dating in 87. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Um, but I've also been hearing things where it's like he's had multiple relationships. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of confusing the different things I'm hearing. But obviously, you know, I trust the Wall Street Journal if this was um, if this was something that they were wanting to report. So, um, but I would, I'm kind of curious to hear from the woman herself. Mm -hmm. Like, what were you thinking? Have you taken a look at Bill Gates? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get any money out of that? <laughs> you silly, silly woman. Well, if you haven't heard from her, it may be because she did get some money. <laughs> okay, so... Hush here, money. <laughs> shh, 
money. Um, <laughs> okay, so a, spokes, a spokeswoman for Mr. Gates said, there was an affair almost 20 years ago, which ended amicably. That's a hard word to say. She said his decision to dr- transition off the board was in no way related to this matter. In fact, he had expressed an interest in spending more time on his philanthropy starting several years earlier. And, you know, the biggest cause is um, beautiful women in the workplace that just don't have enough love. And Bill Gates is able to come in and really just show them what love is all about. (laughs) That's the biggest organization he runs. (laughs) He was kind of functioning like The Bachelor, and he was looking around the employee pool there, which is rather large, I imagine. Me, Mr. Gates, me. (laughs) (laughs) The only problem is he wasn't a bachelor. That awkward moment. And Melinda, she's all like, <laughs> and she was the original one that he picked. Oh man, that's true. Mm-hmm. He, uh, so he's 65. She's 56. Melinda. Mm-hmm. Um, I also heard something kind of interesting. I don't know too much about it, but he had kind of an ex girlfriend Okay. and he, every year would go on a retreat with her to an Island and they would just research. <laughs> and this was, wow. This happened every year. Yeah. And it was just like a, you know, two intellectuals, just like obviously not kissing, not touching each other alone on an island, you know, yeah. just just being studious, good people. Uh-huh. So I, you know, you see this and you just, I guess I didn't peg Gates as a cheating type. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. But mm-hmm. of course you did hear that he was on Epstein's island. Mm. Uh, he did go a couple of times. So that was the first thing where I was like, Huh, might not be the the most uh, well-behaved guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Melinda couldn't give him enough spankings. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they it was just so funny the way that they did this whole divorce thing. We just like can't grow together. No, it's called he was a cheating fool, Mm -hmm. and Melinda got sick of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there was more to the picture, but that's what it was. And them sitting together, they were just another Bill and Hillary Clinton, just sitting together just because they had to, Mm -hmm. just because they had a foundation. Until their kids graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I I think think that was the the date they were waiting for, for the (laughs) youngest to graduate. But it is interesting, this whole island thing. I guess when you're that wealthy, you got to... Hide your stuff better. So, got the Epstein Island, then you got the girlfriend island. Yeah, where? Where's this island? <laughs> I'm gonna go <laughs> vacation, <laughs> but not the Epstein. <laughs> no, I'm not that crazy. Um, okay, so members of the Microsoft board became aware in late 2019 of the letter from the female engineer who demanded changes to her Microsoft job and also shared details of her relationship with Mr. Gates. The people familiar with matters said. Mr. Nadella and other senior executives were aware of the woman's allegations. So people knew. Mm. Sounds like he's not a subtle flirt either. He's like, oh, according to my calculations, you and me should be together. (laughs) (laughs) I look pretty good. And Melinda, uh, according to my calculations as well, she's busy. So she won't know. Oh, boy. (laughs) So... um, (laughs) There's a lot there's a lot more that they're going to discover because they were trying to hide all this stuff and we're seeing right through it. Yeah, I think the media is probably going to pry and but obviously if this has been kept silent for 20 years uh something was done for that to occur. That doesn't just happen easily. 
but I guess the board might have stepped in with some funding. <laughs> and as we said, hush money to <laughs> hush, honey. I'm giving you hush money. <laughs> I mean, like, mm, how much? <laughs> <laughs> and say, that only lasted 20 years. Now it's expired, so now I'm going to talk. Sorry, you got to keep on paying. Oh. Right. Okay, and then this is a, sorry to get back to COVID, but it's just interesting. So um, three businesses that are going to kind of change their, their what they're going to do with the mask mandate, the mask mandate. So uh, Trader Joe's, Walmart, Sam's Club, Costco, they, they've changed some of their policies. Um, fully vaccinated people don't have to wear a mask or practice social distancing indoors or outdoors with some exceptions obviously, and then in the past 24 hours, Publix, very big in Florida, um, they said that fully vaccinated associates and customers will not be required to wear face coverings at the grocery stores, and uh, Starbucks, this was an interesting one, the coffee chain will make facial coverings optional for vaccinated customers starting on Monday, so that was today, and then they said facial coverings will be optional for vaccinated customers beginning May 17th. Um, unless local regulations require them by law and it's, but it's restrooms will continue to remain closed to customers and locations where cafe seating is unavailable, you know, just to make sure that they save some money because, mm-hmm. you know, charging people $7 for a cup of coffee isn't making them enough. Um, <laughs> so we, we understand yep. it's really tough. It is tough. Yeah. <laughs> Walt Disney world, they announced, uh, that the Florida theme park is, you know, the, Basically, masks are going to be optional in outdoor common areas mm. starting on Saturday. So, uh, they, the exception is that guests, they must wear face coverings from the entrances at all attractions, theaters, or transportation, and throughout those experiences. So, um, yeah, they, <laughs> this was from CNN Business. I actually kind of like the way they wrote it. They said, if you're walking down Main Street, USA, you don't have to wear a mask, but if you're riding Space Mountain, you'll still have to. Mm. So, and then Universal Studios, they said that... Um, yeah, basically, they're going to update their measures. The masks aren't mandatory while outdoors, but you're still required to indoors. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, some changes there. I, I, yeah, I thought that was kind of uh, fascinating. And then it looks like California, they're going to keep their mask mandate in place mm-hmm. <laughs> until, I think, June 15. Then yeah. they're, yeah, they're going to let fully vaccinated Californians go without masks uh, in most indoor settings. Why quit early? You're on a roll. Yeah, like, come on here. We're not crazy. Um, <laughs> there might be some prosperity or something. You sure don't want anything like that happening. Heaven forbid. <laughs> okay, and then Texas, they recorded zero COVID-19 deaths for the first time since March 2020. Um, this was a bit confusing the way it came off. I don't really understand if it's like, if they're looking at it day by day. Um, but, okay, so like May 12th, two people died. And then... But it's just been fewer and fewer and fewer. Mm. And mm. let's think about that March date. I'm pretty sure that's whenever he said that the mask mandate was going away. Mm. Actually, it was. Mm. I remember it was because we were going to a spring on spring break. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he was getting rid of that. So it looks like Texas has done better without the mask mandate than whenever they had the mask mandate. Crazy how that works out. Right. My gosh. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really, really happy to see that. Mm-hmm. It's very good news. It's interesting with all these store policies, it does seem like there's a general acceptance that they cannot ask whether you've been vaccinated. Sort of like it's a a civil right not to have to answer that. 
<laughs> you know, kind of the, I refuse to, uh, you know, uh, incriminate my, myself. Yeah, yeah. That type of thing. I'm, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're not going to ask that. It's ridiculous. And I'm going to lie. I'll just be like, <laughs> um, it's just what, today, yeah, sure. Well, I'm vaccinated. I won't tell you for what, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm vaccinated. When I was a baby. Rabies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, okay, this was a fun clip, uh, fun in a weird way. Uh, Bill de Blasio, New York City mayor, he is uh, offering free fries for vaccination. So let's listen to this. You say free fries when you get vaccinated? Um, I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this? He's stuffing his face. Fries. Wait a minute. But there's also a, a burger element to this. Let me, let me check with Bill Neidhart. Is it too early in the day to eat a burger? No. This could be breakfast? Okay. I want you to look at this and think about, again, some people love hamburgers, some don't really want to respect all ways of life. But if this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mmm. Vaccination. Mmm. <laughs> I'm getting a very good feeling about vaccination right this moment. Thank you to Randy Garudi and, of course, Danny Meyer, who's doing so much to help us with the recovery. And the entire team. I've got to finish chewing for a moment. I think that would be more dignified, don't you think? Yeah. So. Yeah, so then they kind of looked at the numbers and realized that uh, people were, you know, purging the vaccinations from their body so that they would never have to watch that again. (laughs) And as a way to protest what that video was. And zero people have gotten vaccinated in New York City since that video came out. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I was wondering, why does doing one thing that's harmful to your body help you do another thing that's harmful to your body? Eating burgers and fries. Right. Yep. Yeah. Why, why can't we offer vegetables and, you know, getting to run outside and <laughs> instead stuff your face with fast food, you dummy, and then get the vaccination and keep the mask on your face and sit in your home and watch <laughs> Netflix because that's what the American society is all about. And you need to do your civic duty by spending your unemployment checks on consumer goods to stir the economy. That's what our, that's what our country is all about. And when China attacks us, we'll be ready. <laughs> Call of duty, bro. <laughs> That's really what they want us to become. So yeah, it, yeah. it's pretty nutty. Couch um, potatoes. Seriously. Mm. Yeah. So let's end on a verse. Um, we need it. First mm-hmm. <laughs> Corinthians 3.19. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness before God. For it is written, he is the one who catches the wise in their craftiness. That's a good verse. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It seems to almost apply with the COVID wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wisdom of this world is foolishness mm. before God. But that is really how people see it. Like, you're not going to wear a mask. Mm. You are absolutely idiotic. And that's really the way they believe. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard for me to empathize with that, but I need to get better about that. Mm. That's the way they view the world. Mm. And the way I view the world is polar opposite. One of us is right. <laughs> we're we're either the Neanderthals or they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 
And I'm of the personal opinion that this isn't of the utmost importance to God, but that God has an opinion in mm-hmm. this matter. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that. And of course, you're like, oh, well, you just want it to be your opinion. Sometimes we don't like God's opinion, but mm. we still have to agree with it. And it's not his opinion. It's the way that he is. You know, mm. I'm, I'm honestly parsing words. Um, for it is written, he is the one who catches the wise in their craftiness. Mm. They thought they were so wise and then that they could control the entire world. Little did they know they couldn't. Just that concept that God confounds the supposedly wise. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we see that again and again repeated in history. And, you know, people that think that they're so smart, their wisdom is so high, and um, they kind of disdain those beneath them. And God really opts for humility. And he, you know, many who refuse to humble themselves will be humbled and even humiliated. So in that sense, God, you know, shows his wisdom, it being so much higher than man's could ever attain. Yeah, and we get in a, in a slippery place whenever we believe that we're as wise as God, mm-hmm. but we really do in just very subtle ways in our lives. Sin is us thinking that we're wiser than God mm-hmm. because we're going against his ways. So every time we sin, we are basically saying that. So I'm saying that too many times mm-hmm. because I sin a lot too much. It's really, you know, pathetic when we realize how great and how wise, how powerful God is that we keep acting like that. And uh, rather than recognizing um, humility is, is the only right course for us. Uh, and that's even deceptive too. You know, we can think we're humble when we're not. So we just have to keep guarding our hearts from pride and arrogance. Definitely. Amen to that. Um, let's end on that note of truth. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope that um, you'll give me a little shout. Just, I don't know, wherever you are, just yell out, Sarah, I'll hear it. And I appreciate it. Have a good one.